Hello everyone. Welcome to Ninja Talks. We are going to talk exciting stuff around experiences, learning and tips that help experts become better. This podcast is run by duo hosts. Hello, this is Sne, co-organizer of Google Developers Group Baroda and co-host with me is Riya. Hello, this is Riya, co-organizer of Google Developers Group Kolkata. This is a new beginning with a new ticket. dedicated to learning and fun we are glad that we have someone very special today with us who is india's first and only developer advocate at google and google developer expert for android mr amrit sanjeev hello amrit welcome to our show we are super excited to have you with us thank you i'm excited to Talking to you after a long time. How are you doing? I'm really good. New year, lots of new projects coming in. So back to work now. Super nice. We saw that the 113 meetup was recently hosted by the Bangalore Droid community. Congratulations to the entire team on that. Thank you. Uh, It's a good team effort. So how did you find out about the communities? And how did you realize that communities would play an important role in a life? Okay, uh, so with Bela Droid, the thought came in two thousand nine when Android came in as a new technology. I had experience working in communities before, not as organizer, but as a community member. I was with the Linux user groups earlier, so I had some experience doing that. And some of us got together and thought it would be nice to replicate that sort of an experience for Android. So 2009 is when we started Yella Droid. First meetup had only 17 people. We hosted it in one conference room of our office, which one of the members graciously offered us, and that's how we started. And uh, then it was just organically grew to the size that it is right now. The 113 that you talked about, that's actually in the meetup page. There's a lot of other programs that actually happen where meetup is not used. Uh, so there's a lot of more events that we've done in the last year. a journey of 10 years and as far as i know bela droid community is growing strong crossing 10k people how's your experience about that oh it's been a lovely journey i think it's close to about 13k right now on the meetup page they do remove people who don't log into meetup very often but we do have a mailing list which is kind of more accurate my experience with the community it has been brilliant there's so much to learn from people there and it's also a great place for people to come in and share their knowledge and people are very open to it and i've only gained from the community so i've been very happy helping organize and make the community grow to this level considering the scale a lot of people interact with you and probably one of the most common questions you might be receiving is how to become a google developer expert or what is google developers expert program even our audience would love to know about the program and how it is beneficial for them so sure. google developer expert is actually a title that we give to somebody who has very strong expertise in a certain area of technology this is not like a title given it is more of a membership to a group so every year capability to continue as a gde is evaluated so every year there's evaluation and some people beat the bar some people don't so people come in and out of this program the interesting thing is that there are interviews for this where people really judge your expertise 
there, there are usually a couple of rounds. We also look for a person who has a balanced experience of having that technical expertise, uh, sharing with community, as well as having a reputation within the community to be a good technical expert at, at the area they're applying. So all these three things have to come together. A lot of people uh, do apply. Uh, we see, uh, and I have seen a few of them don't have the community experience and we ask them to come back to it. And that's usually some one of the reasons of asking people to come back a little later, apply back maybe six months or one year after that uh, down the line is because they haven't done enough of community work. But it's a lovely program. There's a lot of benefits being GDE. There is access to information, uh, early access to information. Uh, GDEs, because they're experts in the technology, they their feedback is valued a lot more in shaping the product roadmap and things like that. So there's a lot of information exchange between Google engineers and GDEs to, to kind of enable that area of technology to go a lot faster. And we work with GDEs to understand the external developer population a lot better. And that way, their experience is invaluable for us. From the community perspective, people started recognizing you over the years as an Android guru. Back then, when you had actually started, there were very few people involved in Android space. How did you put efforts in the early days to excel the domain? So my expertise, uh, or rather what I worked on initially was OS development. And uh, part of my work in that uh, has been on that area. And because of it, for me, initially, Android was uh, something more than the application development space. I was looking at the source code more uh, on in trying to understand how the OS is working. That is the area that excited me initially. So that depth really did help me kind of shape my understanding of the OS. And I, I feel that that kind of gives you, sometimes gives you an edge. And in terms of when you're, even when you're doing application development, because you understand the internals a little better, you're able to write better code taking into consideration how the platform works. And that that really did help for me. And that's my personal experience. Not everybody goes through that. My journey has been from the OS then to the app, app developers. Thank you, Amrit, for sharing this. This is really fascinating. And you have highlighted how beautiful a technological shift can be. So talking more into Android, what did it take? to build the community that has enhanced the culture in developer space? We think like uh, we focused on a particular technology primarily because we wanted to see, bring like-minded people together and have us say, uh, have a kind of monthly meet space where people can actually come and learn from each other. When we started the community initially, it was very few engineers who were on Android. So we were all leveraging each other to learn faster and share the expertise. There wasn't uh, that much of data on Stack Overflow or other places uh, like like today where people could go and learn. The number of articles were fewer. So there was a very strong sense of community among people where help is actually there close by. As a community, a couple of things that we very clearly always follow is we, we avoid marketing talks completely. We don't do any marketing in the community meetups. We never charge the audience. So that's something that we, we never have charged the audience and we, we continue to keep that as one of our principles. Thirdly, it has to be about technology and it has to be about something that the developer would actually take back and practically can apply. There are times when we talk about the theory part, but 
there will always the meetup will always be a combination of some part of theory and some practical uh, examples and that helps people go back and build their expertise a lot faster and that's what we've seen to work very well for the community so talking about the practical solutions what do you keep in mind while building products or how do you build solutions for the problems that you are working on and what are the takeaways that you want to share so first is understand the problem you're trying to solve really really well understand the audience for which you're really solving that from a technical perspective try and write good code to start with understand those principles principles and the platform really well don't overly rely on libraries those are a couple of standard things that i would actually put forward there's a lot of times we see engineers relying overly on libraries without understanding the internals and that is where i've seen most people having trouble with so that must be an area where i personally would recommend people to be a little more cautious about that reminds me of something very special i've heard in most of your interviews you saying that you wanted to be a software engineer and you wrote more code than you were actually playing games in the early age yeah I mean, it sounds cheesy, but uh, yeah, I was a nerd. So <laughs> pretty cool. But you're you're one of the few people who say it's cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, I've tried a lot of things in my childhood, so that's something interested me. So you've seen a lot of trends throughout the years, but what are some of the technological shifts that you realized would remain unchanged? like what changes is what you really need to understand is like you have to understand the technology will evolve over a period of time we had a lot of people when were doing c++ and java when i uh, i actually got out of college and that was the language trend at that time then it became a predominantly java c sharp and things like that now it's kotlin and things will change as as time progresses so languages they will change but your algorithmic skills still remain very strong if you have strong algorithmic skills then you can apply it over multiple languages the understanding of fundamentals i feel that is something that is extremely important and i don't know if everybody puts that much of effort onto it right now personally i feel a lot lot of upcoming developers don't put enough time on understanding platforms and the fundamental engineering aspects they usually are more keen in creating results like applications or libraries very quickly rolling them out and showcasing their expertise but it should be a balance of both of them you should spend enough time understanding the uh, platforms and basic computing principles which allow you to build something really complicated later in your career you are right during this journey of yours Let's consider building projects, building apps, talking to enterprises, talking to developers, building communities, delivering talks at national and international conferences. You do a lot of things, which is exciting. A lot of people look up to you as a role model. So how do you keep work-life balance? That's something really important, I believe. Well, uh, there is life and there is work. <laughs> I don't think. it's just for me work is part of my life i don't see them as completely different parts like there is nothing i mean the the rule by which i go is there's no work life balance it's only life uh, work is just a part of it somewhere i really try and compartmentalize my time a lot where i really do blocks of time for certain things uh, and then switch over to the next thing i don't try to multitask too much these are things that work very well for me everybody has their own ways of doing things 
and my family has been extremely my wife and my daughter have been extremely helpful they tolerate all that uh, <laughs> all the conferences and and the travel that i do pretty well so for me there's less trouble at home so it's it's easier <laughs> easier to manage time it is a great thing to have such a lovely and supportive family so speaking at prime conferences like google io google developer days india droidcon and many more i think the list goes on so how's your experience at conferences in india and other countries or global conferences i think our sort of conferences are as good as any other place we tend to talk a lot of our experience building for the region a lot of our experience is building for the region because most of the large apps that come out of the region are are really catered for the audience here and the one other thing that i see when we go externally like maybe our international conference there's a little more technical deep dive sessions that happen but the quality of the conferences i feel are pretty much the same talking about technical deep dive sessions and what is the one thing that you want to highlight which needs to be improved in india and technical conferences i feel we should give a little more attention to the expert developer people who are trying to be like from that intermediate to the expert level okay. stage the number of sessions that cater for people like that who really have some great experience they are really good at what they do but they looking for like really deep dive complicated topics the number of sessions on that area is a little less i'm talking about things like art gradle all those nitigrities of it not best practices sort of stuff but then nitigrities of it so that people can take that knowledge and then apply it back to solve very large problems that part i don't think uh, i feel like conferences could do a little better with that as we were talking about the experts so how can someone apply to become a google developer expert i believe our audience is much curious to know the answer from one of the earliest google developer experts in india and what do you suggest to them so my take on it has been before you apply what you need to do is to be really really good at the tech part of it don't try your luck at this point work towards it when you're confident that yes i have the expertise for it that is one checkbox the second area to focus is sharing it to the larger audience having your opinion expressed clearly uh, having your thoughts shared with people so that others grow so that community part of it we do look at what is your contribution to the community at this uh, things of that nature contributing to community when i say it doesn't mean you have to speak all the time not everybody loves coming on stage and speaking for some people it's intimidating for some people they don't really have interest with in you might be somebody who's more inclined to writing articles maybe writing code labs or writing libraries all of them are considered to be contributions back so speaking is not the only thing that's one myth that i think people have that i have not spoken enough on stages that's okay if you have written enough code and you've open sourced it or if you have written enough articles out there which have helped a lot of people that's good third is build a reputation around the people that you work with as well as in the community of somebody who is actually strong in the technology that you're talking about uh, these three things is basically before you apply if you think you've done these parts really well reach out to one of the googlers could be me could be anybody in the ecosystem team and ask us to nominate and when you do that send us a one page or resume which we could attach to the application which basically highlights your contributions in these three areas that i talked about 
And that's basically it. From then, the process will kick off. The process usually takes some time because scheduling the interviews is usually a little complicated. We need to get time from people across the globe, around the globe. Uh, you have an interview with, I think, an existing GDE and then an interview with a Googler. And if both of them are able to verify that you are at that benchmark, then you are added to the program. I hope this valuable insight will help the audience to look into this program. Apart from that, you have mentioned people who are technically sound in their domain, yet they don't like to come up on the stage and speak up. From my experience, I have seen many people who have acknowledged that public speaking is said to be one of the biggest fear. And as you have spoken to multiple conferences across the globe, so what are the advices you want to share to conquer the stage fright in front of large audiences? First of all, stage fright is a real thing. It's not like a thing that a few people have. I've read research earlier that stage fright is actually a bigger fear for people than drowning in sea. So it's it's there. It's very common. So you're not the only one. Accepting that you have it helps you solve it faster. Try and do a little bit of like speaking in the community. Community is always a, like your local community is always a safe space to go and speak to a smaller group of people, smaller group of like-minded people who are there only for the knowledge. So even if you make a mistake in that scenario, that's fine. You can understand that, oh, this is the mistake that I made. Rectify it the next time. Most of us actually did went down this route. I, for one, was somebody who had a lot of stage fright when I was in my college days and early in my career. I literally got over it uh, a lot of times speaking in community meetups and events, talking to a smaller audience. And that's how I overcame that fear. There's also training sessions that some of us do training and how to present yourself on stage. If that helps, you could join one of those events. It's usually a half a day sort of a thing where we talk about how to deal with different situations, how do you prepare your content, and things like that. If you have access to that, that's also another way of kind of gaining confidence. But practicing it is the the best way of getting around this. And use your communities for this. I, I strongly would recommend that because they are your friends. They are going to be absolutely forgiving at your mistake. The more you speak, the more confidence you gain. And that way, you can really eliminate this problem and then be less worried about any of these problems in a big stage. A lot of community people reach out to us to overcome this. And I believe what you said is really insightful and it will really help the audience. So what is something you will want to tell our audience and developer across the globe as an advice? If you really are looking at making a career as a developer, not the first few years of developer and then switching to manager. I'm talking about people who really are passionate about it, who really want to make a career writing software and continuing to do that as a long-term career. Work on the fundamentals. Really, really important. And at the same time, be aware of the technical changes that are happening and be at the bleeding edge a little so that you have an understanding of how the ecosystem is moving. Be on the bleeding edge a little. Keep tab of that so that you're not like losing touch of what how the ecosystem is moving further. 
but for the fundamentals part of it is something that i would strongly recommend a lot more people to focus on i couldn't agree more with this here's the end of our very first episode of ninja talks thank you so much amrit for being with us being our first ninja guest and sharing valuable insights we hope that your inputs will play an inspiring role for our audience pleasure talking to you guys this was amrit sanju developer advocate at google and google developer expert for android in this episode amrit talked about how he started with the communities and how his journey was he also talked about google developer expert program technologies will keep changing but the algorithmic skills and fundamentals will help across platforms and technologies stage fright is a real thing delivery sessions at a local community to solve the problem you can find amrit on twitter with the handle amsenju you can find us online with the username theninjadox don't forget to like subscribe and share thank you for listening to ninja talks See you next time with another amazing ninja guest.